This is a Tadad podcast. In this episode of the Tadat podcast, we have two guests from the Secretariat of the Platform for Collaboration on Tax. The Platform for Collaboration on Tax, or PCT for short, is a joint initiative of the IMF, OECD, UN, and the World Bank designed to strengthen their collaboration on various aspects of resource mobilization. We'll hear more from Ms. Sharon Ozer, the Program Manager of the Secretariat, and Ms. Ashima Neb, who is the Domestic Resource Mobilization Specialist. We'll hear about how the PCT helps the member partner organizations to support tax administrations and building capacity and stronger tax systems. So welcome, Sharon and Ashima, to the Tadat Podcast. We are very excited you could be with us today. And I, in particular, am delighted to host you since I as uh, I am one of the technical members of the working group on the PCT. Thank you, Vicky. We're delighted to be here. Thank you, Vicky. We're excited to be part of this. Well, thanks for coming. Before we really get into it, um, I think we might have some listeners who are not necessarily super familiar with the PCT. So perhaps you could tell us first what the mission of the Platform for Collaboration on Tax is And why did these four large multilateral organizations with different mandates come together and establish the PCT? In other words, what's the story behind it? Strengthening tax systems, uh, both policy and administration, is a key development priority and uh, a core part of the Sustainable Development Goals Framework, as well as the Addis Ababa Action Agenda uh, since the last decade. The four partners of the Platform for Collaboration on Tax, or PCT short, the International Monetary Fund, Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the United Nations, and the World Bank, were already supporting countries in this space quite actively. And uh, within each of their individual mandates, through capacity building, policy dialogue and reform, standard setting and implementation, and sometimes through joint work. But they recognize a need for deepening their existing cooperation to help strengthen their support, especially, though, not only to developing countries, given the fast-paced changes in the international tax policy area and increased international cooperation in tackling tax evasion and strengthening domestic resource mobilization. As a result, the PCT was set up in 2016 as a vehicle to enhance cooperation among its four partners, facilitate the development of common approaches, deliver joint analytic outputs, and respond to requests for a global dialogue on tax matters. The PCT is envisioned as a platform that enables its four partners to leverage their own work program and comparative advantages in developing key outputs that are of significance to its stakeholders. So just to follow up, how does the PCT actually function? What's its government structure? Who manages the day-to-day operations? And what are those? PCT partner is represented by a director level principal. The four principals provide leadership uh, to the platform and decide on the strategic priorities of the platform. The principals meet face to face twice a year 
preferably right before or after uh, our main uh, international events. If physical meetings are impossible, our principals uh, may meet through video or teleconferencing. The chair of the principals meeting rotate on an annual basis. Uh, this year, the PCT is chaired by the OECD. Then a very important uh, 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 a collaboration mechanism is the technical working group, Vicky, that you are part of, uh, comprising of management level representatives of the four institutions. These are very seasoned tax experts uh, of the uh, respective institutions. They uh, meet at least twice a month, uh, either through conference calls or in person to discuss implementation of the PCT's work plan and other relevant issues that require day-to-day follow-up and action. Uh, then it's us, the uh, four-member secretariat team comprising of a program manager, myself, domestic resource mobilization specialist, uh, this is Ashima, uh, communications and knowledge management specialist, and the coordinator who attends to the day-to-day activities of the work plan implementation and management. And finally, last but not least, the PCT governance includes a partnership council, which comprises of representatives from uh, the partners and the donors uh, who support the platform. Through the partnership council, the PCT's funders can ensure accountability for the contributions they provide in support of the, uh, the, the work of the platform. Uh, this is done through a multi-donor trust fund and they can discuss relevant issues. The PCT donors who generously support the platform's work uh, currently are France, Japan, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, Switzerland, and the UK. The Partnership Council meets twice a year, and for each meeting, select country representatives are invited as observers. For example, uh, our last Partnership Council meeting was held in December 2020, and we had interventions from Egypt, Georgia, Jamaica, Nigeria, Peru, Uzbekistan, and Zambia. Thanks. That was a very thorough and interesting explanation. Um, So with that background, Ashima, maybe you can tell us a little bit about the value added that the PCT brings to the table for tax administrations when different multilateral initiatives and organizations are are working in the same space and supporting governments and strengthening their tax systems. How is the PCT's work program positioned vis-a-vis the partner organizations themselves, their own work globally and at the country level? And how do countries benefit from what the PCT is doing? In the last five years since its inception, the PCT has become an effective platform for exchange of views, promoting transparency, and cooperation among the four partners, who are also the four major multilateral organizations working in the area of domestic resource mobilization, or DRM for short. One of the prime examples of joint work is the collaboration in engagement with countries on medium-term revenue strategies, or the MTRS as it is called, for tax systems reform. The PCT also serves as a forum for the four partners to engage jointly with regional organizations such as the African Tax Administration Forum, the ATAF, and the Asian Development Bank or the ADB. 
The recent regional workshops on MTRS are good examples of such collaboration with those regional agencies. The BCT's knowledge products, or the toolkits as they are called, address the needs of developing countries for guidance and capacity building in key areas of significance to them. These products, jointly produced by the PCT partner organizations experts, represent the consensus view of the four partners in critical areas and discuss the various policy options with their pros and cons. The endorsement of the guidance in the toolkits by the four PCT partners provides wider acceptance among and facilitates adoption by countries. Additionally, PCT partners on occasion publish joint press releases and blogs. The recent principles blogs, for instance, give a great overview of the collective thinking on the responses to deal with the COVID-19 crisis and the impact of taxation on gender equality. The PCT work program developed through consultation among its partners reflects their collective and respective priorities. The PCT also serves as a forum for consultation among the partners and stakeholders, both at the global and country levels. As a result, the platform benefits from increased synergies among the partners' respective strengths and avoidance of duplication of efforts. The joint PCT products and resources are mainly developed with the needs of developing countries in mind, and these, as well as details about PCT events, are available on the PCT website, which is www.tax-platform.org. We strongly encourage governments and tax administrations to access these resources through the website. Ashima mentioned the PCT website. What can tax administrations find on the website and how can it help them? Maybe you can tell us a bit more about that. Sure, with pleasure. The new PCT website, which was launched March 2020, plays a key role uh, in its outreach to and continuous dialogue with the tax administrations. Since its inception, close to 24,000 unique users visited the website with a total of uh, about 40,000 visits during this time. The website contains information on how low and middle income countries can strengthen tax systems and mobilize the domestic revenue they need to address some of their urgent development challenges, including uh, coping with the COVID-19 pandemic. Let me give our audience a brief overview of a few unique resources available on the PCT website. One of the most visited sections of the website is the online integrated platform which provides a bird eye view of the partners' regional and country level activities, uh, the completion dates, delivery of toolkits and increased outreach through the webinars and workshops is also available on the website. Tax administrators can also see on a country by country basis, all of the latest information on tax related activities of the four organizations. Um, let me also mention data on the OIP is updated on uh, a quarterly basis. The website also collates knowledge resources from the PCT partners relevant um, in the context of COVID-19 crisis response. This was uh, quite an achievement as the PCT Secretariat quickly built an online public repos rep 
repository of the partners' collective outputs in response to the crisis in the early days of the crisis, sometime around uh, late March. This is all collated on the COVID-19 tab of the PCT website. We also recently launched the MTRS resource page, MTRS uh, uh, that Ashima was mentioning in her uh, intervention earlier. This brings together the latest information on the progress of the medium-term revenue strategies in the countries where it's currently being discussed or implemented with publicly available relevant reference documents, as well as uh, publicly available event recordings or dates of the workshops that are forthcoming. It also includes a great learning section uh, that explains fundamentals of the medium-term revenue strategy framework with interactive component sections and features and a very helpful introductory video on what MTRS is. Tax administrations can also find a dedicated page on, um, on e-learning, this tab which has been particularly useful during the COVID-19 crisis since we could not engage on a face-to-face -face basis, summarizes the virtual classes and other learning resources that are produced by the four partners. Another frequently visited section of the website is the publications page. The Tax administrators can view or download all our toolkits, reports, and other PCT documents. We are in the process of turning the toolkits into self-paced, web-based, interactive tools to support the capacity building of governments in key areas of significance for them. The online interactive version of the Tax Treaty Negotiations Toolkit is the first of these web-based tools. Finally, tax administrations can read joint blogs by the PCT principles on key issues such as COVID-19 response, gender equality and taxation, watch the recording of our past events and download event presentations on our website. They can also find information on our upcoming events and publications by checking the website regularly or signing up for our newsletter. Wow, thanks for that, Sharon. Um, makes me want to run out and access the website right away. Um, but turning back to Ashima for a minute, you mentioned the toolkits, and I know those are one of the main products that the PCT has done. They focus on international tax topics of concern for developing and emerging economies in particular. Topics so far have included transfer pricing, tax treaty negotiations, just referred to, and offshore indirect transfers of capital assets. Can you tell us a little bit more about the toolkits, Ashima? What has been their principal purpose? How does the PCT develop them? That is, what's the process used? Does the design keep in mind the varying capacity of tax administrations, their income classification of the countries, um, or the legal environments? How do they work? Over to you, Ashima. Thank you, Vicky. Uh, and to add to what Jaren just mentioned about the most uh, visited uh, resources on the PCT website, uh, let me just mention that the PCT toolkits are, are the most accessed PCT products on the PCT website. These toolkits provide guidance on key domestic and international tax issues. The PCT has finalized five toolkits so far, and three of them were released in the past 12 months. The following toolkits can be accessed on our website. 
The first one is the options for low-income countries' effective and efficient use of tax incentives for investment. The second toolkit the PCT released was one for addressing difficulties in accessing comparables data for transpricing analysis. Last July, the PCT released its toolkit on the taxation of offshore indirect transfer of assets. And later in, uh, late, um, in January this year, uh, the PCT released its, its toolkit on, for the practical uh, support for successful implementation by developing countries of effective transpricing documentation requirements. And most recently, we released the toolkit on tax treaty negotiations. The toolkits offer analysis of policy options and serve as source books of guidance for developing countries, in particular low capacity countries in designing and implementing policies in these key areas of significance while addressing a critical capacity gap. Let me give you an example. The toolkit on offshore indirect transfers of assets provides sample domestic legislation for two approaches to tax offshore indirect transfers of assets and provides the basis with some modifications for some of the recent legislation by developing countries to tax such transfers. The development of this toolkit has also impacted the standard setting. Both the OECD model and the UN model tax conventions have incorporated Article 13.4, providing taxation rights to source countries in cases of offshore indirect transfer of assets. Moreover, the BEPS multilateral instrument has included Article 9 to facilitate early incorporation or strengthening, as the case may be, for these provisions in treaties where both parties to the treaty agree to do so. Similarly, the most recent toolkit on tax treaty negotiations provides practical guidance to treaty negotiating teams in understanding when and why tax treaties should be entered into and the various steps involved before, during, and after treaty negotiations. It builds on existing resources, such as the UN Manual, and serves as a one-stop shop providing links to relevant materials and examples. The online version of the Tax Treaty Negotiations Toolkit is also updated continuously with new resources and links. Thank you, Vicky. Just to follow up on the toolkits for a moment, what is the level of involvement of various stakeholders in the assessment or review process of these knowledge products, especially the toolkits? These toolkits are jointly written by PCT partner experts and finalized after considering views received through stakeholder consultation. Typically, consultation drafts are released inviting public comments through the PCT website. These, the comments received from governments, business representatives, civil society and academia, tax practitioners, as well as individuals are collected and the draft of the toolkit is reviewed and revised in the light of these comments. Sometimes, if a second round of public consultation on the draft is necessary, comments are invited again on the revised version of the toolkit before the toolkit is finalized. Thus, stakeholders' view on the scope and content of each toolkit are considered while developing these toolkits. Thanks. Maybe you can tell us um, how the PCT did adapt to the pandemic. How did you continue to operate during this, this difficult time? 
Thank you, Vicky. Uh, I think it's fair to say that member countries uh, faced uh, immense challenges, uh, so as the partners um, in their effort to support them in a best manner. Um, and therefore the PCT uh, secretariat and partners as well. Well, on the one hand, there was a pressing need immediately starting in March to respond to the challenges in a timely and concerted action. On the other hand, the way that PCT outputs uh, and outreach activities were designed, of course, were constrained by COVID-19 related restrictions. Uh, but going back, it was felt that international tax cooperation um, was evident that must be part and parcel of a set of effective and well-coordinated multilateral actions to respond to the crisis. To expand the fiscal space, it was more urgent than ever to work together to fight tax evasion and tax avoidance, and it has never been more important to move towards fairer and more equitable taxation of economic activities at the global level. The PCT partners were quick to respond to the COVID-19 related challenges. Um, as I was saying, most of our knowledge, resources and products were designed for face-to-face -face interaction, but uh, quickly we were able to collate uh, responses to COVID-19, resource related to COVID-19 on the PCT website and uh, pretty much move all our plans of face-to-face -face workshops to a virtual format so that the outreach activities uh, continue to be delivered through virtual means. Uh, and I'm happy to report that PCT was able to conduct uh, more than uh, close to 10 workshops, nine workshops to be specific. Uh, on its toolkits in four different languages, six of them in English, and then one each in Russian, French, and Spanish, uh, attracting more than 2,000 participants in total from government, academia, CSOs, private sector representatives, and tax practitioners. Um, as Ashima was uh, mentioning, we uh, have uh, two regional workshops that recently took place in uh, one for uh, Africa and one targeting uh, Asian countries in partnership respectively with ATAF and Asian Development Bank. Uh, these were also conducted virtually for ministries of finance and tax administrations uh, from the region, bringing together over 400 participants. Most recently, the PCT held a virtual workshop to discuss how tax systems impact gender equality and what are the issues in gender desegregated data collection and methodology to better understand the impact of fiscal policies and measures on gender equality. We had more than 200 participants, half of whom came from tax administrators working on the intersection of taxation and gender equality. Uh, this happened in June 2021 and um, was an important step to deepen the dialogue on this important issue in the context of post-COVID recovery. Speaking of outreach activities, um, you've both mentioned that the PCT recently held regional workshops on the medium-term revenue strategies, and I promised I was going to come back to that, so now I will. Um, can you explain to the audience what the MTRS actually is, what it entails, how the approach can support recovery and development after the COVID-19 crisis or in this, at least in this phase of it. And uh, what were the key takeaways from those regional workshops that the PCT supported? Thank you, Vicky. 
Uh, sure. The medium-term revenue strategy, or the MTRS, is a comprehensive approach to tax system reform for boosting tax revenues and improving the tax system over the medium term through a country-led and whole-of-government approach. It comprises of four interdependent components, identifying the revenue and other needs to finance needed and planned expenditure, identifying the tax reform goals, including policy, administrative and legislative reform, sustained political commitment at the highest level, and a whole-of-government approach for the comprehensive tax system reform, and coordinated stakeholder engagement on tax system reform with donors and international organizations. MTRS is particularly relevant in the aftermath of the COVID-19 crisis, as countries are grappling with the pressures of additional spending needs posed by the health and economic crisis and reduced revenues. Countries need to reprioritize their development goals and rethink strategies for achieving these goals and the MTRSs provide an important means to that objective. The two recent workshops for the Africa and Asia regions reinforced the need to develop, develop medium-term strategies for countries to meet their developmental and other goals and explored how MTRS can become a useful means. In both workshops, countries had the opportunity to learn from each other's experience in developing and implementing an MTRS and how the MTRS process can support development and recovery during the post-COVID-19 recovery phase. Our listeners can find select recordings and presentations from these workshops on our website. Going forward, a third virtual workshop focusing on the unique circumstances and concerns of smaller and island nations in the Asia region is being planned for August 26 and 27 this year. More details will be made available on the PCT website in the coming weeks. Um, you also both referred to other initiatives of the PCT and a very exciting one that the PCT recently kicked off, I know, is the Gender Equality and Tax Workstream, um, part of a focus on tax and the SDGs globally. Just on June 15th, uh, the PCT partners organized a three-hour workshop on the role of taxation in advancing gender equality. Senior experts from the PCT partners, tax administrations, CSOs, and academia came together to discuss how to integrate the gender equality lens into tax reform initiatives. How did this work stream come, to, come into life? What were the three main lessons from the recent dialogue? And... Uh, are there other activities that are planned for this work stream or, or with respect to others of the SDGs? Maybe you can give us a hint about what's upcoming from the PCT, Ashima. Sure, Vicky. Uh, the PCT partners uh, kicked off this work, this work stream by exchanging views and learned about each other's work in the tax and gender equality space through an internal roundtable in May 2021. This, uh, the public workshop on June 15 engaged all stakeholders, including governments, civil society and academia, and discussed how COVID-19 has affected revenues, women's employment and entrepreneurship, the key concepts in how tax systems can impact gender equality and what more needs to be done, both to improve gender disaggregated tax incidence analysis and to make tax systems fairer to women. The panel discussions in the workshop shine light on making gender incidents a part of fiscal policy analysis 
improving data collection methodologies for incident studies, and making tax administrations responsive to the needs of women taxpayers to facilitate their participation in the country's economic lives. The keynote speaker of the workshop, Her Excellency Sri Mulyani Indrawati, Minister of Finance of Indonesia, emphasized the importance of designing tax policies with a gender lens. And going forward, we plan to uh, conduct similar events to discuss the interlinkages of taxation with other SDGs, such as environment and equity. And we are looking forward to organizing more such events. Great, great. Um, finally, um, where can our listeners find more information about PCT activities and products? Thank you, Vicky. Uh, our listeners can find more information about the platform's activities and products on the website. It is www.tax-platform.org. PCT also has a great quarterly newsletter, and we invite our listeners to sign up for the newsletter through the website. This is a really great way to stay updated on the forthcoming uh, events and the activities, uh, toolkits. Um, and uh, we would uh, love to be uh, uh, staying engaged with our listeners through that. Wow. Thank you both, Ashima and Sharon. Um, I think that's going to unfortunately wrap up our podcast for today. But it's been really interesting, informative, uh, and a helpful conversation on the PCT. So we thank you. We learned a lot today about what the PCT can offer to support tax administrators in helping build capacity and strengthen their tax systems. And we do hope to have you both back on a podcast soon. So thanks. Thank you for having us, Vicky. This was delightful. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Vicky. The TEDAT podcast is available free of charge. The views expressed in the TEDAT podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent those of the International Monetary Fund or the IMF policy. Materials from the podcast may be reproduced with proper attribution. Comments and correspondence may be emailed to podcast at tedat.org. TEDAT is a collaborative undertaking of the following partners, France, Germany, the International Monetary Fund, Japan, the Netherlands, Norway, Switzerland, the United Kingdom, and the World Bank.